Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hey and welcome to episode 143 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. Now I talk a lot about trusting your intuition but I wanted to expand on it in this episode because trusting your intuition can be a transformative journey but it's not always an easy one. We live in a world that often values logic and reason above everything else but our intuition holds incredible wisdom and guidance if we're willing to listen. So today I'm going to explore how to trust your intuition and tap into its wisdom. So to start off, let's define what intuition is. So intuition is that inner knowing, that gut feeling, that sense of something being right or wrong without any logical explanation. It's like a whisper from your soul guiding you towards what aligns with your authentic self. It's a silent voice within us that connects us to a deeper level of awareness and It actually comes from the Latin word inturi, which means to contemplate or look within. And it's often described as a combination of our past experiences, knowledge and instincts. It's not something we can force or control, but it's always there waiting for us to pay attention. And I see intuition as a a way to tap into what we really want. So for me, it's listening to that little whisper of courage inside, kind of nudging me forwards. Uh, But it can also show up as a, you know, like a, when you're feeling really frustrated or confused or ashamed or like something and you're a bit confused as to what's going on, I find my intuition uh, can be really useful in those moments for just guiding me back to what I want, what I know to be true. to to you know what I'm really feeling um and we'll come on to uh you know physical feelings in a minute but it can feel really hard to trust our intuition because it sometimes seems to contradict our rational mind or even societal expectations so the first step is to create space for stillness and introspection And in our busy lives, we're constantly bombarded with external stimuli, which drowns out the voice of our intuition. And by taking time to slow down, meditate or engage in mindfulness practices, we can tune into that inner voice more clearly. And I know that in the past where, you know, for example, when I moved from when I was made redundant from the pharmaceutical industry and moved into careers advice, Loads of people were like, well, it's a waste of your degree. You know, what are you doing? Is this a better option, really? Are you just, like, throwing away your experience? But in those moments where I was like, okay, is this a waste of time? What if I'm doing the wrong thing? This little voice would pop up and be like, but this is what you want. This is this is really exciting. This, you know, um, it feels really right and it and it culminated in this sense of peace inside me and that's also true for um when when I'm not sure what to do next 
when I create a quiet moment in our day to day, in my day to day life, uh, it it enables my intuition to be heard more clearly. Which, you know, even as I say it, it's like, well, of course, yeah. I mean, when I'm busy and rushing around, as I did this weekend, and I've got a little um, game going with a coaching friend of mine, Rebecca who at some point in the future I'd love to have on this podcast. Um, but we we uh, made a little kind of agreement that we would uh, tap into our inner knowing, our intuition, our inner voice, and we'll message each other every day and say, what's your inner voice saying today? And over the weekend I was like, genuinely, I've got no idea. I can't hear my inner voice. I feel exhausted. I facilitated a wedding in my role. Um, at our community centre and it was full on and it and it went really well but it I didn't have time to think I didn't have any quiet moments you know I was bombarded with um, music and requests and right and what's next on the list and and it was really hard well impossible on the on that day to find a quiet moment and when I did you know my inner voice was quite critical <laughs> Um, but in a helpful way, because it helped me see that perhaps I'd given too much and that I needed to rest, um, not perhaps at all, wholeheartedly. Uh, but it took me quite a long time to feel, to, to hear that inner voice and to understand what it was trying to say. Um, but of course there are some practical strategies that we can use to build trust in our intuition so the first is to start small and practice you know just like in really easy situations for example you know asking yourself what you generally feel like doing or what you want for dinner or a movie you're drawn to watch and pay attention to the subtle sensations of feelings that arise and over time as you see the positive outcomes of following your intuition you'll gain more confidence in trusting it for bigger decisions And the other thing you can do is kind of learn to distinguish between fear-based thoughts and intuitive guidance. So fear can often masquerade as intuition and lead us astray. One helpful way to discern this is to pay attention to how each feels in your body. And I've said this before, like, so for me, and it may be different to you, for, for you, but intuitive guidance for me feels peaceful and calm. Um, other people describe it as expansive or light or aligned. Whereas fear feels constricted and heavy and tense. And I actually, if I, you know, let it go too far, I literally feel the the tension in the back of my left shoulder, random but true. Um, or if I'm not speaking my truth sometimes, or if I'm scared to say something, sometimes I feel it in the base of my, in the base of my neck, um, or the base of my throat, actually, to be more specific. And it's almost like someone's constricting that. I think it's really important to recognise that intuition isn't always logical or rational. So it might make it might not make sense to our analytical minds. But it's essential to trust it anyway, because intuition often sees the bigger picture beyond what our rational minds can comprehend. And it requires self-belief and self-compassion. You have to trust in your own wisdom and know that even if things don't turn out as expected, you made the best decision you could in that moment based on your intuition. 
and you know self-trust is a journey it takes practice so if you're kind of ready and, and open to trying this out then be patient um with yourself particularly and give yourself permission to make mistakes because trusting your intuition is about embracing your authenticity and honoring your own unique path i would maybe even say you know go really gentle with yourself surround yourself with supportive people who understand and value intuition so i've got a group of five people in my life uh yeah maybe six who really value intuition and and the power that it has and you know um you might not call it intuition you might call it something else uh, but surrounding yourself with people who understand what you mean by the words that you use, whether they call it something different or not, um, will really help. And then seeking out inspiring stories from other people who follow their intuition and experience positive outcomes. And most importantly, remember that your intuition is your greatest ally and guide in navigating life's challenges. So... To just kind of um, give you a bit of a summary, because it's, uh, you know, I, I know I say a lot of things. Um, listen to your body, particularly paying attention to any physical sensations that arise, especially if you're considering a choice. Um, and, you know, actually, uh, it doesn't always like it might not always show up in your physical uh, body. But, you know, when you flip a coin and it lands on, you know, heads and you were hoping for tails, and there's that moment of disappointment, that's your intuition saying, well, what about the other choice? Like, you've just flipped a coin, you don't have to go with it. Uh, but you might feel it in um, butterflies, or a gut feeling, or a sense of calm like I do, or maybe even a sudden rush of energy. And as you practice tuning into these signals, they become a guide to making your decisions. You might also reflect on past experiences where you've trusted your intuition and things turned out well, recalling any feelings or sensations you experienced at the time. And that, again, builds your confidence in your intuition. And then you learn to trust it more in the future. You might try meditation, journaling, taking a few deep breaths before making a decision um, in order to connect with your intuition and better understand what it's telling you. And as I say, the most important thing is to be patient because it's normal to feel uncertain or hesitant at first. But the more you trust your intuition and see the positive results, the easier it becomes to trust yourself. So let me know how your intuition is going and I will see you back here soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll see you back here soon.